Hello, and welcome to the third and final part of SideQuest, the Jungle Temple of Brock Tharl. I hope you've enjoyed the SideQuest series so far, and if you have, please let us know. This finale is long, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. When last we left our heroes, they had taken on the mission of finding the Fearless Four, which has taken them through the uncharted Sweetwater Jungle and into an ancient, giant pyramid inhabited by gnolls, dinosaurs, and kobolds. After some investigation and stealth, they found a temple guarded by a triceratops and a puny little gnoll. With the battle won, they will venture further into the temple in hopes of claiming information and glory. I walk over to the gnolls that were on the altar. When they have uh, vines. So those are kobolds. So they have vines coming from from them, or mm -hmm. from them? From them. This is gonna hurt. Um, gonna put my hand on one of them, and Samuel just really just winces and winces, and it looks like he's just really in pain. And he uses part of his life force to cast lay on hands on one of them that will cure of any disease or poison to see if there's any effect. And no matter what the result afterwards, he goes to a knee, kind of out of breath, and he needs a second, because he is in pain. Yeah, so, Cobalt, um, now, Lay on Hands just heals, right? It doesn't you, remove You any... can use your life force as well uh, to cure disease and uh, poisons from a creature. Wow, so you can actually take life from you and... And, and impart and... it into them, yeah. Yeah, so this uh, there is a uh, cobalt whose eyes were black, and suddenly they blink into a life, a lifeful eye, right? Um, and you see the veins, or the uh, vines that were coming out of this cobalt, that were, seemed to be coming out of its veins. Um, they fall to the ground, and they just kind of dither away. They, they, they turn to dust. And his skin, where it was darkness and it was uh, lifeless, now gets back to normal for a kobold. And it goes, oh, oh, I'm alive! I'm alive! Sounds like You see Samuel reach into his pouch and pull out a piece of chalk and make another line on his armor. I'm Good alive. job, buddy. I'm alive. I'm alive. Oh. When he does that, uh, I'm still in direwolf form, and I'll just kind of, as you're making the mark, uh, you, I lean against you, like just sort of a solidarity support. I got your back. Yeah. Thanks for being the DD. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you be alive <sighs> and quiet? <sighs> Okay. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. You just stay there. It's not going to be safe anywhere for a while. So you just stay there. In fact, you might want to lay back down and pretend you're still unconscious. There you go. Samuel will lift his head and look at him. And you'll see uh, instead of a red glow, a white glow in his eyes kind of fade, kind of go back into his eye. And he kind of snaps back into it. So he's Samuel again. What happened? Here. Brakthor! Brakthor came! Brakthor came! He, he came with his nose! Black Thor? Brakthor! 
Rack it came full. back. Oh yeah, that was the guy from earlier, right? From the from the temple. Rakdo, kill the dragon. Kill the dragon. Oh, and he starts kind of crying. Kill the dragon. We raised him from raised him since birth. Oh, to kill the dragon. Do you have There's any? No uh, army and he spits. No. Yeah, who needs him? Stupid gnolls. I point at the other two. What's that? He, no. The other two what? The other two... Uh, That's right, the other three. Cobalt? Cobalt. Don't know. Don't know. I... I woke up. Who saved me? I was in dream. Dream! So, uh, Lynn, you want to go down the stairs and do some more... Well, murder? Or what? Ractool! Kill him! For the track. And he gonna, starts crying again. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go lick his face. Oh. Like, I'm, like I'm just gonna. I'm just. just oh, I'm because a you're wolf. still a dire wolf. I'm a dire wolf. I'm just. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I was like, mm. still right. a dire wolf. Still a dire wolf. Haven't changed. All right. Oh, is that what we're doing? Fine. So I I'm go just, and lick his face. As a dire wolf, I'm gonna go up and. This is scary. Meeple scared. Meeple scared. And I will. Yeah, yeah, I just lick his face just kind of as a... He, he holds a hand out to you. He's like, thank you. Save my life. Meepo, thank you. I just mm. really I'm going to turn around. <laughs> Does it? A little bit. Meepo? I'm going to turn around and just start padding toward the uh, toward the stairs. I, I'll just yeah, look at the cobalt and just say, hide. And we'll go walk down the stairs. Bye, Meepo. Bye. Don't die. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why it sounds. I can't say it. I can't. I can't. I don't. I, 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 I really can't put my finger on it either. I need to use that in my campaign, James. Mm. Can I steal that? Yeah. Good. I'm. I'm really gonna name one of my one of my NPCs. Meeple. Meeple. Like that's that's the best. You'll okay. save me. Mm-hmm. You'll save me. <laughs> 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 Alright. I mean, it's like if Jar Jar Binks was a real <laughs> that country was real, I feel like you would be misappropriating that culture right now. Yeah, I can't put my finger on it. Just, I don't I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> what you guys don't mean? And then he got me thinking like oh, I should shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> Meeple not see nothing anymore. I, <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. You leave Meepo to his uh, to hide, and uh, you are now going down the stairs. And when you go down the stairs, you come across a hall, and in the center of this hall, there is a body on the floor that has all kinds of pin needles stuck to it. There's a dead body. Oh, oh, someone. Oh, I got this. I got this. I prepared for this. Everybody wait. I'm going to uh, run back and grab Francisco's head. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, go back to uh, that's where we're all standing. And I'm going to roll Francisco's head down the hallway like a bowling ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Francisco's head is now uh, covered in little pin needles of needly things. All right, so that's not the safe path. Good to know. Good to know. That, that I went think exactly to as myself. I thought it would. 
But you don't actually hear me say that because I'm still a dire wolf. Yeah, I really need to get uh, speak with animals so you can boss me around when you're a wolf. <laughs> when I'm in V-State. Because <laughs> without the smart one, like, you guys are just kind of like, well, it's just... Uh. Well, hold on just a second. Would would we have rest done a short rest at all after the... After the triceratops? How long is a short rest? 15 like minutes. 15, 15 minutes? minutes? Well, we didn't, but we can. Yeah, we can say that the whole interaction um, and uh, before he did his healing, you guys could have like taken your, taken a breath of well, I would have killed some, the triceratops. I, uh, from a role-playing perspective, I think he would have needed some time to recover after that. Right. Well, yeah. We did bar out the uh, outside world. so We no did, and we took out you know a triceratops. So. Oh, okay. was there anything on that knoll? Uh, besides two of them, there were some more. Uh, there were some more bad berries. Gotcha, and a dagger. Oh, so, and a dagger. And a dagger. So uh, I'm not in direwolf shape. Okay. I, I would have okay. come back to uh, Lindor. Okay, sounds good. All right. Okay, so did we see what set off the needles? Like, where did the head hit in a certain spot that set it off? Was there a plate? Yeah, did we see anything just do the like, oh, yeah. on tile, like lower down and then back up? My because 20 perception. Of her perception. My 20 passive perception. Her 20 <laughs> passive perception. Um, yeah, you notice that the head bumped a little bit on a plate where it it's an indention that went down. And that's when the needles started going up and the head kind of popped up a little bit. So you saw where a, a tile went down and then it kind of fluttered back up and you notice it from the corner of your eye. So you see, a, you notice that there is a tile that did that. So it's one specific tile. Yeah, there was and one. And I know which one. Mm-hmm. Right. In that line that he, that he bowling balled it. Okay. But that was a pretty big raptor head, so. Okay. Um, can I? I assume you point out the tile. I, I do, <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, How big is the tile? I, I think it's that one right down the middle. Mm, that one? I saw it go down, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so these tiles are a, a medium-sized tile, so you can kind of stand on it, each tile. Okay. So it's about uh, three tiles wide. The whole... Uh, no, actually, this was supposed to be big enough for a, a, a dinosaur to go through, right? So, um, so each tile, yeah, is about a medium-sized creature size. And you roll, you roll okay, the... Uh, so- head. Like a square then, five foot by yeah, five foot? Yeah, we'll go with a five foot by five foot standard square okay. is a tile. It's a giant tile. Any markings on the tiles? Um, now that you notice it, there are markings on all the tiles. They have like um, like draconic kind of markings on all the tiles. But the one that you pointed out had a different type of draconic written on it. And is that particular draconic on any of the other tiles? Yeah. Okay. I, I have another plan. Wait, I'm going to go back and grab the two pieces of the knoll. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love this. Oh. I'm going to uh, oh. throw... No, no, I'll help you because this is solely in my, in my wheelhouse. Wait, 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 no, I, I, as I much play. as she has watched them tear things apart and blood go everywhere from the triceratops, she's trying not to throw up in her mouth a little bit. <laughs> so she's got to look away when this happens. I'm going to toss oh. the bottom half and see if I can get it to land right on the tile. Mm. <laughs> And yeah, spot on. Now we just wait for it to run out of arrows. Now is the same tile in the middle? Yeah. Yep. All right. 
ran out of little pin needles. <laughs> Look at that. You've also managed to soak it with the rest of the blood, so now it's you now know, clearly can... marked. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Now let's walk over to it and toss the body into the next tile. <laughs> You're smart. I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah. You, if you do, you're doing this down this uh, long corridor. Renault bowling. Yeah. Renault bowling. You, you. Let's get ready to no bowl. <laughs> Are you ready for some no ball? Oh, Super no. You mark all the spots. There were about eight tiles. That, um, God, we had to cut that body up in a couple spots. <laughs> well, well, once it's out, we can just go and get it. So we can oh, use yeah. the same two pieces of knoll like over and over again. <laughs> Plus, we can go get Francisco's head and whosever body that was. Yeah. So we got plenty of resources. Yeah. What kind of body? Oh, was whose that? body was that? <laughs> was that the like, I would like for oh, you guys to meet Donna Belda, Donna Bella Sheldon. No. That's why I'm Lisa. It wasn't giddy. Is there a <laughs> body desecration clause in our contract? Because we kind of messed that up. Uh, no, she was like that when we got here. No, but we were using the bodies for the tiles. So well, now, no, we had the two. We had the top half of the knoll, we had the bottom half of the knoll, and we had Francisco's head. We didn't need to be tossing around uh, Donna Bella. Donna Bella. <laughs> so what you have on her, in case it's useful in saving future lives? I I, I can't argue with that. No. <laughs> Yeah, if you start looting her body, as you mm-hmm. should, because you needed evidence anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Should like, is she could, could, real dead? <laughs> like, super her, dead. Okay. Looks like should she's been... take her back with oh. us if we can? Like, all of her? Shit. Uh, yeah, like, all of her. Oh, well, I then mean, we'll we have to come back for her. we can get out of this alive, and we could at least come back, but I'm just saying, we should probably take her, you know, back to her family. Well, I suppose if we... Take one of the living triceratops and turn it into a mount, and I also can turn into animals that can carry things. Mm. That's a thing I can do. Okay, okay. I'm not too keen on a dead body slung across my back, but I'll do what I have to. Well, and I'm going to be skinning the other triceratops so we can turn its skin into a bag temporarily. You can just haul it around. Sure, I like it. Like a. A litter of some kind we could carry. Yeah, like a bindle. Like a giant dino bindle. Sure. Oh, that sounds fun. But that's for that's for later. We gotta... gotta I think time. we ought to try and take her back with us. Yeah, but when we're done... Absolutely. Like, we're not gonna carry her body from room to room, are we? No. Okay. I, um... I was thinking of maybe animating the body and having it walk with us. Oh, th- yeah. Then it can walk itself home. That's true. I suppose it could. I forgot it will you could be do that. of no use to us. It will not fight or talk. But I can use a little bit of the energy I have left to at least for a few days. Well, again, let's How wait until does... we're done here, and then yes, get and it could up. follow us back of its own. Well, all right. Of its own is relative at this point, but yeah, this is semantics with our help. We're checking the pockets. There is a uh, there's a journal that is basically Donna Bella Skelton, Sheldon's journal. Her venturing little little pocket field journal, basically. A little pouch of thirty gold pieces, and you also see a cloak of elven kind. So that's ten for you, and ten for me, and ten for you. Cloak of elven kind. Mm-hmm. It seems whenever you uh. Would I know what this does? 
You know what? You would know. You would. You've heard of this stuff. Magic is magic. Items are incredibly rare, right? But uh, so some of the big hits, like their fable kind of stuff, like yeah, this is a pretty big deal cloak. And you know that when you wear it, it basically helps you camouflage. You become stealthier. Oh, that's not going to help him. Yeah, so perception checks basically have a disadvantage on you. Um, and you have advantage checks to stealth. The cloak will change colors depending on where you're around and, and help you camouflage. Can that help him? It doesn't mask clunkity clunk clunk. But if it gives you advantage to stealth and you're at disadvantage, doesn't that make your stealth a straight roll? I honestly don't even think it's my color. <laughs> you realize it could be as dark brooding darkness as you want it to be. Well... Because when you hold the when you hold the cloak, it instantly turns black. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess it would at least give him a shot. All right. Do you want to try it for a little while? If you don't like it, I'll take it. But I, I really don't. If you think it will help, yes, I'll try it on. I whip the no because it was gonna it's gonna get it's gonna give me issues getting to my weapons. My weapons are on my back. Really. Unless the DM says otherwise, otherwise the DM I'll wear the says cloak. otherwise, it's fine. Yeah, <clears throat> you can put the cloak on and then put your weapons on over the cloak. Then I will do that. It does have a hood. And oh, that's even okay. That's cool. And the hood, <laughs> yeah. Once you put it on, you realize that the hood is there too. And and when you put it on, as your uh, mood changes, so does the cloak a little oh bit, unless you command it God, to do I'm otherwise. Mm, a little bit. Yeah, I'll put it on. I'll, just, I'll, I'll keep the hood on, too. <laughs> you, you crack a smile when the, when the cloak grows a little bit crimson and then goes back to black. Yeah, I had my doubts, but you're right. This is why you're the boss, and I don't make the decisions. That's a good call. <laughs> I, I feel pretty. It's, yeah, that's important. Nice you. So, uh, oh, you look pretty, buddy. Good job. Thank you. The, the, the coat the, the cloak turns a little blush. A little bit blush. <laughs> 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 around the edges. <laughs> Because it's a mood cloak. <laughs> Little teardrop right here on the side. <laughs> and her longsword, it looks shiny and magical. Can I? And etched on it is um, just engraved a fearless four. Do you want to take this? Yes. We should probably hold it for safekeeping and give okay. it. Okay. In his sheath. Give it to. Give it back to Giddy if we find her. Okay. Sure. But you can but, use it till then. Okay, good. It's a plus one longsword. Cool, cool, cool. All right, good to know. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I call them, yeah, they're they're basically longswords. I just want them to look like machetes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have cool. the feet that lets me use uh, two non-light weapons with two weapons. So, so you take this longsword and it just kind of crackles with energy. And you're like, mm. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. It feels good. It feels right. You can murder some shit with this blade. Now, on either side, you do notice that there are doors. There's a very large door in front of you, near kind of where, you, where the body is. There's also two doors in here, in this corridor, on the left or on the right. Are there any of the... What's that dragon? on the far side of the hall? That is a large door. Oh, okay, so large door, door here, door here, large door here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Can I... So at the end of the hall is a very large door, but on the sides of this corridor, there are uh, two doors. Is on that, each side. And is that draconian symbol etched on any of the doors? 
the, there's from draconian the, 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 symbols. The, the one specific ones on the tiles that send the needles out. No, not the ones that send the needles out. Okay. Any sound? If we all be quiet, do we hear any talking, footsteps, rustling, screams of terror? Um, let's see now. You don't have to roll for shit. No. No. Never. Passive 20. When you walk in the door on your right, mm-hmm. you do hear like a... Like a knoll. You, you're not used to the sound. It's It sounds like it's just one knoll in there. I'm just waiting for you guys to... What about the other door? The other door you do not hear any sounds from. If you guys want to check the other door, I'll... I'll talk with the knoll that's in here and make sure he's okay. I open the door. <laughs> you open the door and what you see uh, before you are... I'm just behind him is back. I want to see what the, what, what plays out. Yeah. So uh, what happened, what, what you see is one, um, another, this time it's a, a knoll who has like a, he has the same like dagger and he has like the whole cloak like the, the one on the top side did. And around him are all these pins with all these cobalts in them. And he's just uh, feeding them these bad berries. And he's going to each each pen and he's putting them in there. And he's like, bah, 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 and he would like jab at the uh, cage. We can't have that. Cobalt does, does, to uh, to to eat these uh, berries. Does he see the? Does he hear the door open? He with he, all the I guess well the cobalt's making. Yeah, noises. they're all making all kinds of noises and stuff. I mean, they are. Nice. But, oh. <laughs> We're all sneaking. Put the uh, put no, the head over I'm me. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Just outside the door. I, I will not. Twelve. Nat twenty. Don't you love that hood? So what do you want to do? He doesn't see you. He's too busy bending over, and he's like poking at some of the cages with his, uh, with his, uh, with his dagger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to him with the greats. Uh, I am sneaking right to his side, also, because I, oh, well, I, I got a stealth roll of fourteen. Yeah. I'm gonna get right behind him. Hold the, the great sword out like this and whisper, I'm really doing better with my anger. <laughs> and try to lift him up. You you can do that. He's he's not that, uh, this is a puny one. Uh, in that case, if he lifts him up like that, I'm just going to take my uh, my swords and just slice them both along the side. Of him lifted up like one one into his shoulder, one into like his knee. Just yeah, like, clump, clump, like body parts fall down. A spray of anime blood. Oh, that's real satisfying. I really like you in that cloak. I, I feel, <laughs> I, I, I feel amazing in this. Thing. Yeah. I'll t- I'll, and, I'll, and, and the sound. I'm just standing in the doorway. It's like, are you boys done? <laughs> One moment, please. And I'll take the sword and just toss the body off. Yeah, into the corner. It thuds into the corner. Any I'm other gnolls in the room? No. Just a bunch of weird kobolds? A bunch all, of weird kobolds. All their eyes are black. And yeah, they have the uh, the thick black veins. And they're all we'll, just starting to eat some of the the bad berries. And we'll, we'll, just... we'll come back to them. I'm yeah. pretty sure if I cure them, I'll, all of them I'll die. Yeah, well, this is a later us problem. Yeah. <clears throat> Me and him just kind of... Out of the room. Oh, anything interesting in the room besides just them? Like boxes no, or chests? Just... No, there's okay. nothing else interesting here. Okay. So, yeah, we'll just mosey on. And as, as I pass in, Lynn, I'll, I'll just look at her and say, this room's clear. And on to the door. The other door. Good job. It was fun. And open the next door. <laughs> you open the next door. Um, what you see here um, looks like something out of a bit of a horror movie. As He smiles. Mm-hmm. No, it's... <laughs> 
it's wrong in so many ways on, on some kind of religious way, but also a nature way. Like it's so wrong and rotten. But I think one of three of you are probably unhappy with this situation. <laughs> there is a, uh, looks to be the remains of a dragon, a young dragon. All the body parts are laid out ritualistically against a wall. This would be wings and tail and organs and stuff like that. That's really disturbing. And there's also vines coming out of it. Like, it's just, it's rotten. And is there a head somewhere? There is a head as well. And it's mounted up like a, a crude mount. All the veins going through the head and the eyes black? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, it's not even good for trophy. Yeah, but, I mean, dragons being innately magical, I wonder if this is a catalyst for things. If I could get rid of the corruption on this. Uh, yeah. And so, the more you reach out, the more you look around, the more you realize, yeah, there's vein, there's vines growing out of this thing, and and in the knoll cave, like, and all those uh, cobalts, there seem to be like almost like vines coming out of them as well. And here, especially, there's um, it looks like there's there's a growth here that shouldn't be, it should shouldn't. Be I believe it. there's a reason why this thing is splayed out as such. So I'll go to the the main area of the growth on the the splayed out dragon. And put my hand on it, and you see the the white energy come from Samuel's eyes again as he winces and cast the um, the cure disease and poison lay on hands into and channel that into that. Mm-hmm. And he falls down on a knee while he looks to see if anything happens. The uh, looks like the corruption starts to slowly melt away from the the displayed display of the dragon, mm-hmm. but it seems like it wants to come back. Like, you would need a lot more energy than you have right now to do this. This is extreme. He's, mm, Sam will stagger up a little bit. He's a little off balance. Mm-hmm. I go and support him. I can't do all of this right now. No, you gave it a good try, and at least you know this is something that should be done. But I think we have to take out whatever's causing it first. The white comes away from his eyes and he's normal again. And while you're in that trance, by the way, you did kind of reach out and you felt whatever this uh, evil negative energy or, or whatever it is, it feels like it's expanding. Uncle Steve? Well, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Steve. <laughs> I know you turn out to be something. I haven't seen you since the family reunion. Well, why did you start corrupting kobolds? <laughs> So, uh, but you do feel, because you have that sense, you still have that that sense of um, feeling evil, right? Like that feeling you can reach out and feel mm-hmm. that stuff. feels like it's expanding out. It's just expanding out. So. So last door. Oh, and in here, mm-hmm. while you're in here, you notice that there is a, um, because you are an asshole, um, Len, you uh, you notice that there's a secret door. It's uh, hidden by something. brush and vines. Maybe if uh, all the corruption wasn't here, it would have been not so hidden. All of those vines are rather in the shape of a door. So I will go and check it out. I just Something occurred to me. What happens if we feed the kobolds a good berry as opposed to the bad ones they've been eating? That's... Interesting. I think once we go back to that room, we should test that theory. But in the meantime, I found this door. Just just a thought. And it was kind of hidden. Well, not anymore. Let's go in. Uh, let's try it. Is it locked? 
It is not locked. You actually push it like a barn door kind of open. Oh. And it scrapes against the side. And when you look in, you notice that this is a a library. Right. But it's overgrown by all kinds of vines. And these have thorns on them. And in the center, you see her. Giddy. Wrapped in vines. Dead. No. Clutching a book. No! <laughs> I... I I go up to her. Um. Her face is cold. She looks like she has green veins, like she's been poisoned by the vines. But she's dead, dead. Dead, dead. Long dead, dead. Mostly dead, dead, dead. Mostly dead. Mostly dead. About as mostly dead or all dead. There is oh, a difference. All dead. Oh, oh. Well, with all dead, there's only one thing we can really do. <laughs> Don't let me hang in here. You all know this movie. We are going to take her body. We're going to place it gently next to her friend. And then we're burning this whole place down. <laughs> After we go through the pockets and look for these change. Well, yes, yes. clearly. <laughs> Does she have her, her loot on her? The famous loot with the flames on him? Yes. Yeah, it's right here. I'll make sure you see good use there, beauty. She's yeah, uh, clutching this. a book. And his book is called Rock Ballads of Lochnar. Hmm. This is a lot to process. I'm sorry, Stock. Very nice. Thank you. All right, well, with uh, my machete, I'm going to hack through the vines that are keeping her in place. Mm-hmm. And then carry her, uh, lay her next to her friend. Rifle through all of her pockets. Right. She is actually has 250 gold pieces on her. Goodness. So what's that? Three ways? <laughs> well, uh, we can figure that out later. 85 gold-ish. She has 333. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 333 gold pieces. Oh, I found pieces. some extra. Okay. Yeah, I found some extra. A they, different pocket. Well, she hides them in her boots, too. Sure. You also find a bag. You remember this bag fondly. She has it with her every time she plays. And she seems to always take stuff out of this bag all the time. It's Giddy's bag of holding. Is there anything already in the holding bag? <laughs> There's an amulet. Would I know what this amulet does? It looks like it's an amulet that allows you for extra armor protection. Do you want the bag as well to keep the loot in? I mean, choose your friend the most. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, uh, who I needs want, the amulet? I you want the, the bag, but you want, but you mm. choose your friend. Yeah. Uh, what about the amulet? Who needs the amulet? You don't need the amulet. Fuck I, you. I can, <laughs> I can use it. Okay. Here you go. All right. Is that, was it amulet? Um, it was plus one AC. Ah, that will do. Oh, you're up to 17 now? Mm-hmm. When you wear it, yeah, so it's almost like some, uh, swear you see doves fly behind you and just like, Aah. like a striking core, like, this is Jim Dark's magic's amulet of protection. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to put the loot in the bag. The loot with the loot? <laughs> the loot loot. Okay. All right. And I'm going to go back and set fire to the library. Before he does that, uh, I would like to, with my 20 passive perception, to see if there is anything else um, written of any value. Any books or any manuscripts, anything that... They better get to saving fast. There are are books that uh, seem to not make sense, like The Beginner's Guide to Valshaw. There's books called the, uh, The City of Keys. There's a book called To the Abyss and Back Again. Magma World is hot. Wait, who, who wrote Faerun to the Abyss? For the uninitiated. 
Who wrote To the Abyss and Back Again? Is there an author? <laughs> they all seem to be written by someone named Jasper Cohens. Same author. Hmm. And these were all in her possession or near her? These are books you can see. Okay. Um, she tried to... Yeah. You have such a passive perception that you know that if you were to try to reach for these books, they would... Uh, this whole... The, this room would attack you. I see. But you can see the books... Like, you can actually see some of their names. It'd be a names. really bad idea to try and take them. It'd be a really bad idea yeah. to try and take them. So maps or, or parchment, anything is, is out. All right. Burn away. Oh, I'm already burning. <laughs> Books and vines just go up in flame as you shut the door behind Fuck you. Fuck you, room. <laughs> That's what learning gets you. <laughs> well, that just leaves one more door. It does. Go to the door. You go to the door. When you open it, you see a room. Wait, so hold on. Hey guys, it's a room. Can How do bodies work in the bag of holding? Can you store them there temporarily or I don't think they'll actually fit in the bag. You can only fit where you can fit in the mouth. Of the you can bag. only fit parts of them in there. Okay. But we're not doing that, but No, I'm just making sure that we I know that we're taking her out of the room before we light it on fire. I lay her next to Donabel. When you kick these doors open, or you you want to look into it, probably right. Um, it empties out into just a very. And this isn't. This is just a square. I can show you in a room. Um, in the center, this is a huge room. Huge. There are vines and just you get the you get a really icky feeling because you're a druid. This place. This is not a good place. This is the heart of a bad place. On a throne is something that looks between a wood elf and a dryad. It has bark skin, like features like a wood elf, long splintery hands. Everything about him looks like he's made of wood. His eyes are dark. He's tall. He's about uh, almost six and a half feet tall. Now that's a wood elf. Am I right? Like, <laughs> I mean, because he's made of wood. Nope. Okay. I, Do I, not write that down in your book. I, I get that reference, though. Oh, the thank you. actual wood elf in the room is not amused. Oh. Oh, is that racist? Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> there are dark, viney trees that are growing in here, too. Again, without light. How? Because it's dark energy madness. Oh, no. Kneeling in front of this uh, dryad elf... This super wood elf is Roland Arnold and his brother, Justin Arnold. Are they like in shackles kneeling or yes, my dark lord? Kneeling? Yes, my dark lord. kneeling. Aww. And they look slow motion kind of look to you and they have dark eyes. So they're kneeling towards that, the, the, the wood elf. Yes. Okay. Do they notice us? You know what? It's such a big room and you guys have actually... Some trees and stuff like that in front of you here that we'll say that if you'd like a moment to kind of like talk about things, they haven't noticed you yet. Now, they kind of looked over because they maybe they heard something, but then I, I... I'm going to look at both of you. Hide and trust me. You'll know when. That's all I need. <laughs> I, I will hide. All right. But if things go south and they don't go the way you want... Then you'll know when. And all around you, by the way, the vines are growing these 
the dark bad berries on them. It's an 18 to stealth. I had a 19. Pull the, the hood over my face. And I start walking straight up to the altar. Slowly. It's a 12 stealth. <clears throat> okay. Sure, you don't want to just mouse your way through this? Nope. I need to be able to cast a spell. The wood elf. Okay, so you're not stealthing. You're walking right up to them, right? No, my stealth check was 19. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, um, not so much trying to hide, you know, pretty much, but I'm just going to be, because uh, I'm going to make myself known. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're trying to get as close as you can. Yeah, not trying to sneak up on them. Just not straight, long. straight ahead. So the, when I take my hood down, the wood elf is going to look right at me. Well, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> veer off to the left, hiding behind whatever trees I can while approaching them. I'm going to stay back a bit at first because I have pretty adept speed in all of my forms. So I'm not getting close. I'm going to stay back and I'm going to make sure I have a clean line of sight on the throne. Okay. So that's a like a platform? Yeah. So it's a platform and then there's also a throne on Where are the stairs platform. that lead up to it? Are they right in the front? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to walk right up the stairs and get his, and get right in front of the dark elf and lower my hood. My, the, the, the wood elf, sorry. Now I can. So once you pass, because you need a little bit of cover to be able to do any kind of stealth stuff. Well, as soon as, it, okay, get, as soon as it feels like the cover is leaving me and there's no way I can actually stay hidden, yeah. I will, like, as, maybe yeah, like, I like as I'm coming up the stairs. Yeah. I, as you come up, you see, uh, you see Roland and Justin, they look at you. Like sideways in their eyes. And I look at them, and my eyes are glowing red. There's trails of stuff are coming from it. Who's this that approaches? This is the wood elf, I guess? Yes. And that's what he says to you. He doesn't seem amused or alarmed or anything. I'm still looking at him with the eyes still red. My name is Samuel. I've been feeling the corruption here, and it's a feeling that I've missed. It's good. Your feeling is right. It does feel your right. Your feeling must consume everything for the world to be yours again. That's why I'm here. I, I, well, good then. Get to work. I walk in. I walk. <laughs> I'm walking up to it, and I'm saying, "This is the feeling that I've been feeling since I arrived on this island, and it's one that I've missed." And his eyes start going a little redder, hmm. and he reaches out. I sense truth in your words. And I reach out, extend my hand. I want to help you, and try. I'm going to be using a bit of. Use a de- no, deception. Yeah. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. He reaches his hand out. He reaches. He has a his his fingers kind of turn into vines, and they kind of go around your hand. Inflict wounds. Okay. And that's going to be three d ten necrotic damage. Shit. I need to add more hit points to this guy. <laughs> You're turning into Laura Bailey. Mm-hmm. Who's Laura Bailey? Laura Bailey plays Vexalia yeah. on Critical oh. Role. 14 and points of necrotic damage. She's a professional swearer. Mm-hmm. I am a professional swearer. <laughs> and then I turn around and say, Now! Oh, now? Was it really now? Okay. So, how does that look in your mind? You do the inflict wounds, is that more of like a burning, like a, a dark burning kind of sizzles through his hand? In this case, 
I would imagine since they're already corrupted, and I do have some light powers, I'm gonna cor I'm gonna infect him with a bit of oh. the way it looks anyway. Yeah, it looks like I'm infecting him with like radiant like. Yeah, so there's some energy. radiance that starts creeping up through his hand. He goes, "What is this? What is this? Well, An infection in my grove." I will take that and go from behind this tree and just start slashing at a uh, guy on the left. Okay, guy on the left. We're gonna say that's a. That's the. Twelve, and that is just. Mm. Oh my gosh. Hey, weren't you the adventurers that were sent to go and retrieve the other adventurers from the jungle? Yeah, we killed them. Now we are the best adventurers in the land. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the way of a proper group. Uh, businesses eliminate the competition. <laughs> How far away am I from the zone, please? You were able to sneak around, so you can kind of be wherever you want to be. Am I within be. sixty feet? You are within sixty feet. Yes. Right. Oh. Um. Oh. Hello. <laughs> what have you done? Uh, you remember when I said I wanted to start hacking at that guy? Yeah. Uh, I rolled an 18 on my first hit and a crit 20 on my second. You're an asshole. Well, I do what I can. Well, um, Fun fact, as a half-orc, I get to roll an extra weapon die on top of the extra weapon die for a crit. And we're officially going to rename this grove Bloodness Grove, please. <laughs> oh, and I also did not mention as a bonus section as a person, I want to make sure everyone knows he's my Hunter's Mark. I love surprise rounds. Fool does not approve. How's your arm feeling, Twiggy? You lied. Your lies are seeking and slipping into my veins. My bark. 21 on the first hit. I shouldn't smoke so much. <laughs> I I gave him a bit of the radiant herpes. How much damage did you take? 21 on the first. Jesus. That was the non-crit? No, I accidentally rolled the crit inside oh, for us. Okay. But, uh, since I had He's still up. I'm take him. <laughs> he screams out in pain. He is wearing heavy chain armor and he has a glowing sword. 16 on the second. Jesus. Timber! Believe it or not. I'm walking he's on still air. <laughs> I don't, are we not? Okay, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Believe it or not, he's still up, but <laughs> only on one leg. You come out of the shadow of the trees and you just hack, hack at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you find the right parts in, uh, in his chain mail, and you just hack right into him, probably with two machetes at the same time, and just kind of stick him. He goes, oh! I will kill you. You're like a piggy. I will I just kill stuck you, you like a piggy. Then we'll be done, I guess, with the surprise round, and then we can get on to the actual two. 16. <laughs> I just got blood in my eyes. That's a 10. You still get to do something. Every bloody thing I have is a concentration spell. Mm. The uh, the radiance is starting to creep into to the wood elf's arm. And you come over and just stick him like a pig. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stick Roland like a pig. Roland was the uh, paladin, so you stuck him like a pig. Okay. Oh, one of those okay. was that plus one longsword. I added one one more point of damage to. He's down. No. <laughs> no. It. Alright, I'm going to use my movement to get all the way within 10 feet 
Okay. Thrown, and I'm going to use the cantrip poison spray. Um, and uh, he must succeed a constitution saving throw uh, against a uh, 13. You got an 8. Um, and he takes AD 12 of poison damage. Well, that's not cool. 7 points of damage. And then I'm going to use my bonus action, since you lot won't get out of the way. Um, then I will use my bonus action to turn back into the dire wolf. Okay. So you run up to the throne and you just go, poison spray! Like, what do, what do you do? Is that... Please just say poison spray. <laughs> like an anime? Like, I, well, no, poison I spray! She's, she's going to be using the logic that poison ivy, it's a, it's a terrible, noxious plant that needs to die immediately. And how do you kill plants? But po- Unfortunately for me, I didn't actually let, the, uh, let him keep some of the anti-poison stuff from his mm. uh, dryad background. One arm has some radiance starting to creep into its veins, and then part of his face goes. Yes. So some poison gets on his face. It, it turns green, but not like the the dark sort of black green that. No, the, a nice, the, good, the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant green. Yeah, yeah healthy goes, green. Ah, healthy green. You are infecting me. It's, it's not pleasant, is it? <laughs> you will become one of my groves soon. Now we're back to the actual round where Hacky McHacksaur is over there. <laughs> Do I get to continue hacking? Yeah. I'm going to hack some more. <laughs> okay, hack some more. So poor Roland in his paladin gear, the Mistport's paladin gear. Oh. That's a low roll. Mm. Oh, that's not. So I, I assume a 21 hits? A 21 does hit. Okay. He has a pretty hot AC, but you beat him. Okay, so that's 15 points. How do you want to kill him? Hmm? Um, just, uh, I'm just going to stick him through uh, the body. Just ooh, one more. Because hey, this one is just, uh, I started twice the him, And now you're just going to skewer him one more good time? Yeah, just one more good time. All right. He falls over dead. Okay. Clinks down in all of his armor and a shiny, shiny sword. Well, then as a move action, I'm going to roll him onto his back. Okay. You do that. Lens go. You just sprayed a poison. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just uh, did a poison spray at his face, and then I turned into the dire wolf. So we're going to multi-attack. Are we going after Woodman? Yeah. Um, And I have advantage because pack tactics. Mm Mm-hmm. I really like being direwolf. <laughs> oh, that's um, nine and five is. What is that? Fourteen. Mm. No, he has a. Uh, his skin looks pretty thick, like it's like a barkish armor, like a bark skin armor going on. Okay. So you try to attack, and just kind of scrapes off. All right. So I'm gonna try again. That'll hit. Uh, 19 and 5 is... Yes, it's... Uh, 24. Um, so that is... Three. Can you roll less dice, um, please? That's, uh, so that's 10 damage. So I finally find a, a spot to sink in. Yeah, you claw and you, and you leave wall marks like you would on a, on a counter or something. But then the next one, you actually dig in and you get through that and you actually mm. puncture. And there's some dark kind of blood that kind of starts spraying out. He goes, ah, you will die. And I will, um, does he, would he get a, an attack of opportunity if I step back? 
Not you if you step back. It's just moving one step back. That's shift. That's just uh, you can move or shift with that, right? Yeah. So I think you can do it. I think you shift back. Okay. So without provoking an attack of opportunity, correct? I'm mm -hmm. going to Wait. just release because I've bitten, but I'm gonna let go and just snarl at him. Okay. And the other one too. Like, so I'm you're gonna, gonna go back, but you're gonna be in that hunched like, yeah, like, like I'm, a ready to attack position. I'm prepared, and I'm glancing um, between him and the the other one. It is now their go. Brock Thule takes the same hand that has radiance on and he's holding it and his face is all fried and he looks at you and he his hand becomes starts becoming uh, like sharp like a like a giant sharp thorn and he jabs at you twice and I and I misspoke so what he actually does is uh, the first time he jabs at you and then he he misses that one that was like a 14 that doesn't hit you does it mm -hmm. and then he holds his hand out and a uh, scimitar starts forming out of wood and vine. Well, and, that's neat. And this looks more solid, like it's an actual weapon. And you just kind of create it out of himself. And he slices at you with that. Ten. Ten does nothing to you. Not a thing. And then he uses a move action and he sinks into his throne. Does that provoke you, an attack of opportunity if he's technically getting out of my he attack? He was already range? in your throne. And he sinks into it using a... Uh, tree stride and he comes up because you can see him because uh, you can see everything and he comes up over here now and he's no longer at the throne wait where is he now now he's he back here oh, yeah. he okay okay and what's and what's he next to a portal no he's next a to a tree oh a tree he can go in and out of basically trees and his throne was basically a, oh, a stump of a tree to play hide and seek and and let's get on to the brother Justin, who starts uh, moving his hands around in an arcane pattern. And he looks at uh, who he feels like is the biggest threat, and that's that's you hacked his brother and looked very vicious in the process. Oh. What do you roll? He didn't roll anything. He doesn't have to because he shoots magic missile at you. For eight points of damage. As three missiles go, and he tries to back away because no one's around him right now. So he's going to try to back over into his tree and hide. Ah, uh, baby tickled me. <laughs> I'm rather right near him. Are you? Yeah. You can sense that there's still something in him of his old life. You can kind of feel that there's a threat, like he's afraid of something. He's obviously afraid of dying. Um, hey. But he's compelled to continue mm -hmm. the fight, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if we can take out the nasty guy first, that would be great. I don't want to really have to explain why his brother's dead. Is it my turn? It is your turn now, sorry. Is that it? was their go. Yeah, I think I'm uh, done the end of the round. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm gonna jump off the platform, and uh, while uh, while I'm in the air, I'm pulling my greatsword out and gonna come right over Justin's head. Okay, so you're gonna crack his skull open with your greatsword. I'm going to attempt to. Okay, go for it. That's gonna be a 19. Yeah, you hit him. Eight, four, eleven points of damage. No, twelve. Of um, sword to skull damage. Yeah, he's not looking too good. He uh, he actually moves to his side a little bit and kind of hits him in the shoulder more than it cracks his skull open. 
and uses kind of the momentum to kind of get you off of him a little bit. This is all just storyboarding there, but, but that's the scene. It sounds very action-y and I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Now we're at the top of the <clears throat> round. Mm. Murder McMurder face. Who would you like to murder today? Well, this may surprise you. <laughs> I'm going to uh, cast Goodberry and create 10 Goodberries. And I'm going to shove one down the dude's mouth that I just turned over. Okay. Uh, that heals one hit point. So whatever negative he was at, it goes to zero. Now he's at one. And, um, uh, but uh, before he fully gains conscious, I'm going to grab whatever weapon he had in his hand in case the good berry didn't uh, do the trick. Got you. But he is at one hit point. The, so uh, I'm not too afraid. The sword looks just like the other sword. Well, I'm... <laughs> Then, at my early convenience, I'll put the other machete back, and now I have two of the swords. Now you have two plus one swords that say, the Fearless Four. I, I'm two of the Fearless Four. <laughs> all right. And that's the entire your action, right? Yeah, because you're, that, you're trying to get all that done. Um, his eyes kind of flutter open, and they are no longer black. Yeah. But the veins, like his veins are still, like it's almost like he's paralyzed right now. It's like mm -hmm. he's trying to fight, um, he's trying to fight something. Oh, that's for the best. You should stay down. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, God. What the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Little baby, that's okay. You just, it's okay. It wants, it wants to consume me. Yeah, yeah, we got. What we, the hell? We got the general picture. It's fine. You lay there. <laughs> Your turn, then. As a dire wolf, I have a speed of fifty feet, so I'm going to run up to the mutant and uh, bite him again. That sounds like a solid plan. Let's Since see if that happens. Obviously, he didn't listen to me the first time. Uh, yeah. That's gonna be a twenty. Mm. Noise. Yeah, I think that hits him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, that says it right here. Hit him. Um, nine points of damage. Okay. And uh, I uh, DC strength saving throw thirteen, please. He got a fourteen. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry, <laughs> but I am sorry for you. Um, you look like you're actually starting to chop at him a little bit. So you go up to him, and it's uh, is that like a claw? Like a claw claw? It's a bite attack. Bite attack, that's right, so bite. Right. So I took like a chunk of his Yeah, you took a chunk of kind of and, and this vine wood, ugh, and it tastes, <laughs> it tastes nasty. <laughs> this is nasty, vile bullshit. And it is now, well, there you go. So he's going to take that uh, scimitar, and he's going to uh, hack at you a few times now. All right. The first attack is 12 for Tracy. Mm -mm. Oh, 18 plus. Yeah, that, yes. that hits you, right? That hits. I hit somebody. <laughs> I got to hit somebody. You guys aren't gods. I can do something. And that'll be... And that's two points of damage. Seven <laughs> points of damage. And he's going to... Well, that's strength, so... Because he's right next to the tree, so he just kind of melts into that tree. And he's going to, uh, over to this tree over here. It really is. 
start chopping these trees down. Oh, and I, I still hey, have Justin. a wizard, a very scared wizard. I'm sorry, dude. This is not the life you wanted. Uh, so he's going to uh, take another shot now at you again, Mr. Uh, Machete Man. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure you want to be focused on the guy who just cleaved, almost cleaved him in two? Oh, you were, yeah, we're going to do this for you, because you were right in front of him. I just damn near took yeah. his arm off. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot about that. So you try to you try to cleave him in two. He moves to the side. He has like your great axe is still like probably embedded into his shoulder, and in your stomach he shoots four magic missiles. Now that that's that that looks cool in my head. That looks really cool in my head. Yeah, thirteen points of damage. Got. It. Where's the wizard on the map? Oh, wizard is on this tree as well. Like over here. Okay. He's well. No, he's right here. Because uh, he couldn't move because she was there. He would go and tap her too. So he's still right there. So you guys are all in this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. So, shoo, 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 and it kind of, like, you, your back arches as you're, as he shoots these magic, and it hurts. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how it feels. It hurts. <laughs> it's the only thing I got, okay? <laughs> it is now your go. Since my sword is still in him, <laughs> thematically, I'm going to basically pull it down. Oh. And try to like... To keep slicing, basically. So you're like using pure strength here to just kind of like... And it's going to hurt a lot. I, I like the mm-hmm. movie, movie moment of this. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's already in there, but I, I guess I probably still have to roll to hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it might just slide out. It's going to be a 18. 18. Yes. Okay. So... Let's do you get to be rolled. Mm-hmm. 15 points of slicing damage to his innards. Yeah, you bring him all the way down and then cut through his shoulder a little bit. And he is bleeding out, spraying blood. Dead skis. Well, not not dead. Bleeding out. Yeah, he still has a good berry. He's going to wake up he to can, a, a well, half well, disjointed push it, shoulder. It, push it together first and then feed him a good Shove berry. some good berries on the shoulder you dislocated from your... And for my move action, I am going to go towards um, Woody. Okay. My name is Brock. It's Woody today. <laughs> my name is Brock. Woody. It's Brock. Woody. <laughs> Brock. Woody. Back to the top of the round. Murder somebody. Well, this may surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> what happens next might surprise you. I am Click going to, to leave the, uh, the first brother where he was, run right over to the second brother, and shut a, shove a good berry down his throat. Mm. I mean, before I do that, though, I will kind of push his shoulder <laughs> back in a little bit. Put his bit. arm back a little bit. <laughs> okay. And let's go back to Lynn, who's killing everyone right now. Well, no, actually, you killed one. Thank you. Yeah. And you killed one. She actually hasn't killed anyone. I've just been steadily just tearing chunks out of this. You've just been running around. Running around, grabbing bites where I can get them. She's known on Woody like a dog bone. (laughs) Yeah. The 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right. I wasn't sure where you had wound up. Uh, All right. So 19 to hit, and I'm going to bite him for eight additional points. Tear out yeah. another chunk. You are You're a chew toy. <laughs> Your Majesty. So as a, yeah, as a direwolf, I've, I've pictured like he really is just sort of a 
Yeah, I'm, he's I'm got, playing fetch. I'm yeah. playing fetch with yes. a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing fetch and he, an animated yeah. stick. And, and he goes over it and I just tear out like the finger I, bone. I you love just, it like, that. One bone. Just, <laughs> like you've given in to your inner dire wolf and you are literally just playing, yeah, you're playing fetch with this thing. Every time and he moves, I'm like, oh, where is well, it? Oh, well, I found oh, it. I'm going to go get it. Oh, there. Before she actually like peed on a tree. No, what I love is that these two are claw- like hacking away at the uh, at the paladin and the wizard and, and doing all this. Good. But in the background, you just see this, uh, you see his drive I like it yeah that's good so he's gonna be getting tired though oh he is not great and it's probably awkward like he's probably leaning on those trees as he as he moves through the plants because Mm -hmm. I've got his femur bone like in my mouth and he's got one leg he's he looks down at your uh, dog face and he goes I see through this. It was a druid who made me, you know. (laughs) 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 I got his femur bone in my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) And he's he reaches out and these dark vines start to try to wrap around you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. A fourteen. Curses. That's a 13 on the die, uh, plus 6. So 19. Nice. <laughs> was trying I'm a to... druid. Wisdom yeah, is my highest. Mm-hmm. I know. But what, what you felt was that there was these uh, tendrils of dark nature magic that was trying to uh, basically, um, for a split moment, at least them- thematically, your, um, your dire wolf form, your eyes went a little dark. They started getting cloudy. And then, no. And he reaches back. He goes, yo. (laughs) Does he have inspiration? (laughs) I do. All right. So, uh. I should use that soon. He's going to, uh, move. Fucker. No, motherfucker, he's moving. Oh, he's moving again. He's going to get. I was distracted by the podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry, (laughs) podcast. So he's going to zip out of that tree and he's going to go to the far end over here where it would take you more than your standard move action to get to. Mm-hmm. At least Direwolf. We'll take Direwolf a little further out because he's now at the other end of this large tree. Where is he? I can't see him. You want to cross the goddamn room. Uh, mm. I have a move <laughs> Yeah, 50 feet. So I'm just running. Pell-mell yeah. will just... Absolutely. So now we go to Captain Stabs of the USS well, Stabs. I can only run 30 feet. Yeah. So, so you're not going to be able to get there either. You can probably get like to here. Well, what I want to do is position myself to where I can realistically reach any tree he decides to go to his next turn. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go into that kind of like the middle area where every tree is within moving distance. And then I'm going to look at him. I'm going to look at where he's at and I'm like, I really, really hate you. Mm-hmm. Probably the throne is probably where you want to No! Be. I'm going to sit on his throne and see if I can provoke him to come get me. <gasps> nice. I like it. Are you, are you about to sit on his throne? Mm-hmm. Is that what you do with your move action? Mm-hmm. You sit on his throne. Because you're a paladin and because you have some unholiness in you and because you have the religious thing going on and mm-hmm. all the battles, you actually... The vines start kind of... They form around your hands and your arms as you sit on the throne. And you can 
feel like this is a controller of some sort and you can feel almost every knoll. You can you can feel yourself understanding all of their all of their uh, thoughts, where they're going, what they should be doing. And, and not like you can control one, but more like influence everything about them. You cannot influence, you can't, you're trying to feel for Brock. You cannot feel Brock. And you can hear him go, well, you are not, you are not supposed to be up there. That is not your throne. It's comfortable. It does like not it. accept you. Uh, that's where you're wrong, I believe. It accepts no one but its true master, and that is me. Come get it back, bitch. And, uh, I'm going to try to project goodliness, as well as Samuel can, through the thoughts of the gnolls and the kobolds and anything else that's affected to it. What is a good thought to you? Like, when, when, when Samuel uh, looks back and thinks, little... whoa, you know, that's great. Is it ketchup? Yes. All the gnolls now start trudging out into the into the uh, in, into the jungle, trying to find some form of tomato that they can now squish up, and it is now their purpose in life to make fancy ketchup. to make fancy ketchup. <laughs> they're still like you can feel their tendrils are like it's not as strong. Not all the gnolls are doing it. No, it feels like some of them are. But I, not I, I, all I'm of them. thinking that I'm thinking a thought would be. Like your power isn't that great, but it's it's suggestion at this point. I'm going to channel my last lay on hands into the throne to see if I can disperse it. Classy. To yes. all the gnolls and kobolds. Yes. So And the dragon. I'm going to... Well, the dragon's dead. But well, but every, every, I, I'll, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but that. into the throne, that's yeah. the important part. So I'm going to grab each, hand, each uh, armrest of the throne, and I'm going to kind of look at Brock one second and kind of... Do a well, I start glowing red, but then one winks, and then you see white glowing energy come from my hands, injecting itself into the throne. And Samuel starts screaming because this hurts so fucking bad. Do me a favor, burn an inspiration. I have already. Oh, I that's right. I will sacrifice mine to me make this too. happen. I'd be willing to donate mine for this cause with all your, your energy. All of your radiance starts pushing back, and you realize that this is more of a battery that goes out to everything, and it pulsates out to, to everybody infected. With the help of your friends. Can I? It's you, like in the form of my guidance cantrip. Yeah. In a way, like it, it gives him just that little extra boost. Yeah. Still in the tree, this tainted tree is Brock Thule, who is like just basically has he's come out of a tree, but he's like, "What are you doing? No." No! And all the bad berries start falling down, and as they fall down, they turn to ash. Ooh, and how about? And as they pulsating so much goodness, yeah, and more goodness than he's uh, felt in a very long time. That little glimpse of your former life, of that true faith as the paladin that you once were, <laughs> just starts shining through, and it just bursts. Like why you got into the business to begin with. Like it wasn't your fault. It wasn't. You did a lot of good before you did a lot of bad. And that's like what's echoing through your mind. You did a lot of good before you did a lot of bad. <laughs> just yeah, seen a lot of flashbacks. Uh, you know, things, things that he did when he was, when he was an actual paladin. First time he had ketchup. Uh, <laughs> you know, all, all these things. Second time he had ketchup. <laughs> and uh, no, he saved a life or two. He did those things. He helped out in the clinic. He was able to go to a, the field hospital when there was a, a small 
uh, raid or something out there. And the he was look able- on a small child's face as they get healed from uh, from being just a bystander in somebody else's fights. No, that's in this movie. I love it. So that's flashing before your eyes, and you're just pumping all that good faith, all those good feelings. Vines start to crumble to dust. They just start to flutter away slowly. Brock Thrall is just, no, no, no. I'm going to say this. When the channel... You're killing me. (laughs) You're killing everything. Everything. Not everything. And you start feeling... I channel harder. (laughs) (laughs) Since she's a druid, I imagine some of her power that like she helped you like she put her hand on your shoulder or something and and maybe some of your druid like power just started manifesting like an arcane that we're all it's all the same like like on its own like no uh, i've divinity, dropped right? his femur bone mm-hmm. and i've started to howl oh i love it as a dire wolf <laughs> i'll howl too <laughs> <laughs> No, and I hear his howl, and it's just—it's. I'm just going. The trees, ah, just as much as the I trees can. start to yeah, wither. Yeah, the trees start too. to wither as everything just starts becoming a, a smoke of ash that just starts fluttering away. There's Brock just on his knees, just no, you're killing everything, everything, and then he slowly starts turning to ash, bit by bit. As the uh, you can almost see the pulsating like radiance just coming up from the earth, just as starting to eat him alive. No, Voldemort. Yeah, I know. Very Voldemort. <laughs> Eye pops out, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, that was a weird little bit with the eye. There. That's fine. <laughs> Sam- and then it goes to the dust. Samuel col- Samuel collapses and passes out. Yeah. And you did feel before he passed out. <laughs> Yeah, because I should have killed him. Uh, I will come out of my wolf form as soon as, because like I imagine the howl goes in, as long as until he begins to go to ash. Yeah, he starts going then, to ash, and then I stop. So and you felt I like will... somehow you had a you had a lot to do. Like, like he was getting somewhere, but you added your druid, like, all the nature divinity, thingies. all the nature uh, fun times. So I will um, run to the throne. And I will, um, in druid form, as Big ass right. as Lindor, I will cast uh, heal. Let's see, is it cure wounds or healing word. So you heal up your uh, friend here. Cure wounds at second level. Um, that's eight plus. What was it? Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Eight, four, uh, 12. 12 points of healing. So you should get to 13 now. I'm just one hit point off now. <laughs> so he's, uh, yeah, uh, Samuel's healed up in full, but for just for the sake of roleplay, he's just depleted. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of weak, but he's at full, pretty much. Yeah, in the movie, in the cinematic movie moment of this, you go to the ground, like everything kind of goes goes black and screen, we can all come back in now when you're healed up and... The trees start to fall. They turn to ash. You look around and you realize this used to be a dragon's horde room. This used to be where the dragon lived. And there is a giant mound of gold. 
This is why we do this. This is really why we get into the business. You have and a new bag of There are uh, yeah, do. There's a crown in there. There's a sword My jetting crown. out. I should take a level of barbarian and rage loot. <laughs> the Arnold brothers doing okay? Yeah, right now. Um, How's Justin's arm? It's in a sling right now uh, for the I'm movie. I'm going to <laughs> cast another level one cure wounds to him. And Roland has uh, decided that he wants to get some fresh air up, up in the uh, temple. That's eight points of healing to the mm. to the wizard. And the wizard has stayed down with you guys. He's like, well, I'm going to start shoving all of the loot into my bag of holding, and you tell me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ladling it in there. I mean, if it's too much for my bag of holding, that's a good problem to have. Right. Fifty thousand. Okay. No. I mean, you get you the, three are level three adventurers. Mm-hmm. Well, sixty thousand. Yeah. There you go. There Welcome you go. to SideQuest. Well, with you know gems and art and everything, sixteen grand. Sure, sure, sure. But the players' levels are three, and money well, doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. The Fearless Four did cut through a lot of stuff to get there too, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and look where it got them. Yeah, so this is our loot. All right, um, so magic items. <laughs> so would we be the Terra Three? Mm. Mm, the tireless trio. Huh? Mm. I mean, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> he uh, is pretty tired. Yeah, but the terrible trio maybe right might send the wrong message. Mm. Like we're just really bad at the job. Mm, that's true. I guess the tremendous trio. Well, the terrific three. Yeah, but it's. I mean, they both start they're with T, but yeah. they have different sounds. All right. I mean, or the threatening three. Mm. Also, bad connotation. Mm. You see a wand of lightning bolts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's out there just... A staff of the woodlands. Oh. I'll take that, thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't even put it in your stack, darling. I'll take it with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just writing everything down nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, um, let's see. Trident of Fish Command. Hmm. Get into my net. <laughs> Man, if we could somehow give that to the guys in the Underdark. <laughs> right? <laughs> and a Axe of Giant Slayer. Initially, it was a giant-looking axe, and then when you hold it, it reforms to be your size. But initially, it was huge. Sure. But yeah. So it's um, a two-hander. Is it? Is it an axe or a great axe? Sorry. It's a great axe. Uh, Gain a plus one to attacks and damage rolls. And then it's a, if you hit a giant with it, it's 2d6 damage. Hmm. And it must succeed on a 15 um, strength saving throw or full prone. Nice. Everything else is just sparkly and fun, but that is... Well, I'm going to put on my crown. Okay. And is at this point, after you shut the last of it in, you see one more door that was hidden by all the vines. In for a penny, in for a pound. I... I suppose... Oh, okay. I put okay. a leather strip on the, on the axe and kind of fling it over Joe, but I'm walking with him, but I'm kind of leaning on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you all right? Do you need Do you need some more? I'll be fine. I have another level one. <clears throat> I'm okay. Level one, what? Justin is there with you guys, and he's like, 
My god, I think we found it. Mm, when you say we, you know, it doesn't matter. What, uh, what's it? Let's see for ourselves. This will be fun. That door, I bet it has a key in it. This my 20 uh, And we look over, yeah. <laughs> you notice a uh, big skeleton-looking key kind of mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. He goes, beyond that door, an infinite possibilities of other places. Okay, I open the door. Yeah. You open the door. When you go through the door and you have the key with you, you see this giant city. There's all these doors. I close the door. Yep, okay. That's not what should be behind a door. No, 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 darling. Each of these doors leads to another place that might have other rooms that have more gold. Hmm. It should, yes. Yes, we, we do want to hold on to this key. I will hold on to this key. Okay, boss. And if you open the door again, it's like, pizza! Would you like some pizza? Yes. Pizza! A gold for a pizza! Yeah, I can spare it. <laughs> I'll give him a gold. <laughs> he gives you a slice. A slice? Yeah. Yeah. We got bread, and then we have, like... Ketchup on top of that, and then so, we put uh, cheese. You implied a pizza, not yeah. a slice of a pizza. All right, and it gives you the the whole thing on the whole plate. Thank you. The Close whole pan. The <laughs> it was like a cart. It was like a guy with a traveling pizza cart, which I've never seen, but I want to happen. <laughs> I crack the door open and look one more time. Yeah, and there's this guy just like, mm, well, pizzas. Anyone want pizzas? Go for pie. So wait, pie you said, for gold. You said the the we're inside the room that has all the doors. Well, he opened the door. There were a bunch of doors, and he was like, he closed like that's not what should be behind the door. So I didn't think anyone actually went through the other side of the door. But he opened it again in my mind, and there was a pizza guy, just mm-hmm. like with the car, like pizza. Okay. At this point, none of us have gone through no, the door. No one's gone through the door. Oh, I just keep getting freaked out by the door. Yeah, but now he has a pizza. Yeah, it smells <laughs> because, really good. Because if I'm seeing. Many, many doors. Then that's... The other, all of the other doors are behind this first door. Yeah. Okay. Right. So do we go back for our 500 gold, <laughs> or do we just uh, go that through the door? was our contract. So, you understand, yes. Well, well, the, well, we have... We could go back for the 500 gold, yes. But we have much more than that now. We have time. They don't expect us to be back in a day. We've only been gone, what, three more or less. Last one, which is fine. Two. We left yesterday. Yeah. I say, and you see a smile actually creep over his face, a genuine smile. Are you smiling? Like a real... Don't call him out on it. Don't make him shy. It's fine. It's really creepy when you smile, Justin says. I'm just saying. You've got other business to tend to. (laughs) Little red. He looks at you, but he comes back. Mm -hmm. I say, let's go through. I have the key. We can always come back. Justin looks at the key. It's just one key. Every door has one key. If, if the legends are true. Okay, yeah. They just promised to come back, I guess. Um, are you coming too? Are you staying here? You guys want me? Come with you? I mean, it makes for a better ending if we all just go through the door. Yeah. Fuck my brother. Let's go. <laughs> If the legends are true, actually, there's probably other doors. Faerun as well. We'll find those. We can hop around Faerun as well as any other world out there. 
Can we all just jump to the door? And yeah, yeah, everyone jumps to the door now. <laughs> freeze frame. Freeze frame is like, but there's still a guy pushing the cart. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> gold for a pie, pie for a gold. How do we get down from here? <laughs> <laughs> and we are done. Thank you, everybody. Hooray! For the one shot. I hope you had a great time. I did.